got plenty of food in there. Okay, that looks pretty good. Some tuna, some granola bars. Oh good, we still have lots of these left too. So that if the homeless people pop in, they'll be able to have something. Oh good, and those hand warmers. That was a good idea. Oh, so much. Oh, hey guys, it's Mrs. Pittenger. I am at the sharing shelf here at my church. And I was just checking to see that we had enough provisions to be able to give to families and to homeless people who might need some food to eat. It's one of the ways that we can reflect Jesus who first loves us. God gives us so many blessings. Don't you love when you get a new pair of shoes or maybe a new video game or when someone takes you out to eat? What a treat that is to have those good things. But sometimes things, which are blessings from a loving God, can become idols to us. Because instead of loving Jesus first, sometimes we love things first. And we aren't the only people who think that way. Today, our Bible story is from Luke chapter 16. And before you really get into the story, I'm going to read Luke chapter 16, verse 14. To you. It's about the Pharisees. If you've come to Sunday school before with me, you've probably heard us talk about the Pharisees. The Pharisees were people who trusted in their own goodness and righteousness and didn't realize that they needed a Savior. Here's another little bit of information about them. In chapter 16, verse 14, it says, the Pharisees who loved money, heard all this and were sneering at Jesus. Kind of like an angry making fun of thing. And a few verses later, Jesus shares this story. I love that Jesus chooses stories to come to people, you guys. There's been a lot of research done about your brain and how it works, and guess what? God designed our brains to learn best from stories. Isn't that so cool? You wanna know what's even cooler? Jesus in love for you and me uses stories to grow our faith. And this is one of those stories. It's about a man named Lazarus. And Lazarus was very, very poor. He didn't seem to have many earthly blessings at all. His clothes were tattered. And so his skin was exposed and his skin was covered with sores. And it's a story about a second man. The Bible doesn't even tell us his name. He's just called the rich man, the rich man and poor Lazarus. The Bible says that every day his friends, Lazarus' friends, would bring him to the gates of the rich man. The rich man, the Bible describes his clothing as being 
made of purple and linen, really fancy, expensive stuff. He lived in a lovely home. He had lots to eat, and that's why his friends left Lazarus there with the hopes that maybe, just maybe, that rich man would share some of the scraps of food from his table with Lazarus. But what the Bible says was able to be done for Lazarus instead was dogs. Dogs came every day and licked Lazarus's sores. That seems to be the only comfort he has here in this life. Seems to be. Because what we know about Lazarus is that Lazarus, like you and I, looked to his Savior and trusted his promises. He doesn't have many earthly blessings, but he knew, he knew that Jesus was going to die to forgive his sin and rise again. And that someday his struggles and sufferings and hard times here in this world would be over and he would be home with Jesus. And the Bible says that day came that Lazarus died and the angels came and bore him or carried him to heaven where he got to be with Jesus and with another one of Jesus' people, Abraham, one of the fathers of the faith. And the rich man, even with his fancy clothes and great wealth and riches, money and fanciness doesn't save anyone from death. Everyone who sins dies. That's the wages, the payment of sin. And so the rich man also died. And here is the sad truth. While Jesus died to save the whole world from their sin, some choose to reject that free gift from God and in so doing exclude themselves from the blessings of forgiveness and heaven. And that's what happened to the rich man. The Bible says he died and he went to hell. And in the story that Jesus shares in today's lesson, in Luke chapter 16, make sure you read it yourself. Luke 16, 19 to 31. In the story from today, Jesus tells us that the rich man was able to see up into heaven. And there he sees Lazarus and Abraham. And he begs Lazarus. You see how it's kind of flip-flopped? used to be that Lazarus was begging from the rich man. Now the rich man is begging Lazarus. And what he's asking for is not food. It's not fancy clothes. It's not a home. He's asking for a drop of water. He's asking that Lazarus dip his finger in water and touch his tongue because he is so tormented in this fiery place in hell. And Abraham says, no. Abraham says, son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things while Lazarus received bad things. 
but now he is comforted and you are in agony. And beside all this, between us and you, a great chasm, like a giant, giant space, a great chasm has been set in place so that those who want to go from here to you can not, nor can anyone cross from there to us. And suddenly the rich man thought of someone beside himself. The Bible says he remembered his five brothers and he had a second request. He said, please, I beg you, Father Abraham, send Lazarus to my brothers so that they don't reject Jesus' promises, so that they don't have to spend eternity in hell, separated from Jesus in this awful place of torment. And Abraham answered truthfully and lovingly. He said, they have Moses and the prophets. What's Moses and the prophets? You guys, it's God's word. Moses wrote the first five books in the Bible. And then God sent many prophets. And so we have everything that we need to know to assure us of heaven right here in God's word. And that's the comfort that we have. We get to learn of Christ here. But the rich man said to Abraham and Lazarus, no, send Lazarus. They won't believe. They won't believe just from reading the word. But if someone comes back from the dead, then they will. Verse 31 says, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. Boys and girls, moms and dads, we have Moses and the prophets. And here, in God's word, we see Jesus for us. Maybe you have lots of lovely things. Maybe you don't. That doesn't matter. If you have blessings from God, thank him for them. If you're struggling right now and you're in a season of life where you don't have a lot of things, your Savior still loves you. And if you're not sure, you can read it for yourself in God's word. He loves you. He forgives you. He promises you heaven and every good thing for eternity. On the back of your homework sheet for today, parents, if you have this sheet, grab it. If not, you can do this activity even if you don't. But I love these interactive ideas because moms and dads, Sunday school teachers and pastors are blessings from God. But you, you are the one blessed to share Jesus with your children. And here's another way that you can do it. Have your children draw three pictures of three earthly blessings that God has given.
to them. Okay, so kids, you have a homework assignment to do. Draw those three pictures. And parents, I'm going to challenge you to do the same thing. Think about three blessings, earthly blessings that you have that are important to you. Now here's a neat thing. How in love can you use those blessings to help other people? Hmm. How could you use a video game to bless someone else. Hmm. Have an idea? Maybe. Maybe you can invite someone to play with you who is feeling kind of lonely right now. That's a way. How could you use a favorite food to bless others? Well, I bet if your church has a sharing shelf, you could put it there. Or maybe you know someone who's having a hard time right now, or maybe they're having a great time right now and God's just blessed them with a new baby and you can make some delicious food for them. Maybe you have a shirt that you really love, but here's the trouble. You're growing. Congratulations. And you can give that clothes to someone else. I wonder what you're going to come up with how you, in love, are going to use the good things that God has given you to bless other people. Isn't that cool that Jesus can do that? Awesome, awesome, awesome. In this world, God cares for his people. And in our Bible verse for today, it's in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. It says, there. So you ready to lock it away? But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you as well. Be grateful for the blessings that you have. But first, look at Jesus and know he's going to take care of everything else that you need. What a promise. God bless your week as you learn more about your Savior by reading Moses and the prophets and as you use every good gift to love others. Until next week, my friends, God bless you and